Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dog Lucy. Together we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs whose work is inspired by their dogs. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. On this episode, learn how a woman grew her dog's Instagram account and then used that community of dog moms to build a new account just for crazy dog moms like us. In just the last six months, she's built up that account, launched a website, and sold branded goods to her followers who now tag her in posts on a regular basis. We get into specifics on website platforms and shipping processes. If you're dreaming of starting a dog-related business, this episode will give you a push to get started. Asha Dabrowski is the proud dog mama behind her pup's Instagram account, Starsky the Goldie. When she welcomed Starsky into her life, Asha had no idea the impact he would have on her future. What started off as a hobby account and a way to bring smiles to the world has completely taken over and inspired so many other projects in her life. The Dog Momager was launched as a way to connect on a more personal level with other dog mamas. It's a project that is built on Asha's crazy dog mom foundation and has spilled into her desire to help and inspire other dog mamas, give back to charitable causes, educate, and simply share her own personal experiences with her dog, Starsky. Hey, Asha. Hi, Tori. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on this show. I'm really excited. Of course, you know, I love talking to crazy dog ladies and you're Absolutely. a self-described one. So I think we're going <laughs> to hit it off. Self-proclaimed dog mama, crazy dog mama, that's for sure. <laughs> so um, tell us about, well, let's, let's start off talking about Starsky because he's the inspiration behind everything you do. So tell us about how you got started with his Instagram account and sort of where it led from there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess that was basically the starting point for everything and where we are right now. Um, so with Starsky, I mean, I've always wanted to have a dog and kind of my fiance and I separately, we wanted to have golden retriever. So when we got together, we're like, okay, this is meant to be because we both want a golden, let's just go ahead and do it. And then the timing ended up working out and we got a dog. So when I would take Starsky out when he was just a little guy, he would get so much attention. And I know that puppies get ton of attention. It's just like an instant magnet that magnetizes anyone, obviously, that loves dogs to them. Um, he just brought so many smiles to people. And funny enough, I was before Starsky, I was completely out of the social media game in terms of building my own personal social media, Facebook, Instagram, all of that stuff. I did have it, but I was very off the grid with it. I did not put any time or effort into building it in any any which way. So when I got him and I decided to build a social media account for him, it was more so as a hobby because I took thousands of photos as most crazy dog moms do. He filled up my entire camera roll. And I kind of just use this as a way to have a timeline of his life, um, share photos, because those when I would post on my social media um, account, those were the ones that would gain the most traction. And those were the ones that people loved seeing. So I figured, you know, why not just start an Instagram account for him and just see where it goes. And it started off as a hobby account. And I would say it stayed as a hobby account up until this year. So for the first year and a half, I had no structure with it. It was just posting as I go. And, you know, whenever I would take a cute video of him or a cute photo of him, 
I would share it and kind of just see where, where it went from there. And his, his account did pick up traction quite quickly. I find that when you start an account for a dog um, at the puppy stage, they definitely grow significantly faster than if you were to start an adult dog account. That's just from my personal experience and what I've seen. And I'm sure what you've kind of experienced seeing like being in the dog social media world. Um, so I felt like it was, he was really picking up a lot of traction in the beginning and he was gaining, I would say anywhere between five to 8,000 followers a month That's when amazing. I first started his account. So yeah. And I get, and again, at this point it was just a hobby account. I had no direction of what I wanted to do with it or where it would end up again, coming from a girl who was completely off of social media to now being in the world of social media and building you know, a dog Instagram account, people were like, what? Like, what are you doing? But it was easy and it was fun. And that's why I continue to do it. So when you were in that like really fast growth phase of like five to 8,000 new followers per month, what were you doing to get that? Like, did you just spend an obscene amount of time on Instagram or was there like a certain (laughs) trick? I think in the beginning, when you start a dog Instagram account, you kind of are welcome like the door opens to this whole dog side of Instagram and you become a little bit addicted so mm-hmm. absolutely in the beginning you know I don't want to say I'd waste a lot of time but I would spend a lot of time on Instagram and you know connecting with other dog accounts and I was just like crazy dog mom from the get-go so I would be connecting with a lot of dog moms online um, even just getting advice for Starsky for having a new pup he's my first dog that I ever had my own so I kind of wanted to get advice and I always kind of you know wanted to reach out and, and get some insight from other dog moms whether it was just even about feeding or if I'd see a dog that I kind of like their demeanor, maybe ask them questions about their training. Like I was very proactive in reaching out. So I kind of developed those relationships. Um, also, he got reposted on some of the large accounts, some of the larger puppy accounts or dog accounts when he was younger. So that definitely helped circulate a lot of traction and a lot of visibility for his account in the beginning. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's that's ultimately how it kind of got the ball rolling. Like I said, I, I never anticipated it to end up to now me building two Instagram accounts, which is just crazy to me. But, yeah. you know, the world and the universe works in mysterious and magical ways. So you just got to do what feels right. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting how you said that a lot of the growth or just a lot of your like conversation engagement on Instagram was asking other people for their expertise and I think that that is um something that people don't realize like you know they might post a cute photo and a cute caption and it says this is what we did this weekend or whatever but if you kind of just shift it a little bit and ask people you know to share some knowledge or expertise like those are the posts for in my experience they get the most response from people Absolutely. And I have found that even building the dog momager account that I have, excuse me, um, that is ultimately how I keep a lot of my engagement too. Also, because I want to know, I generally ask questions that I want to know answers about, um, whether it be market research or whether it be, you know, places I can take my dog that are dog friendly and people have suggestions for that. Um, I find that those are ultimately a way to connect with your audience. And it's not just... I mean, both work, right? Like I've seen accounts that work in both ways. Right. Um, I've just found that those that, that has been a way to kind of speed up growth um, from an early stage. Right. And it's very authentic. Like they are questions that yeah. you do want answered. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So, so you had the, um, you had Starsky's account for maybe like two years before you ended up getting the idea for your other account. It was like a year and a half. Like a year and yeah. a half. So mm-hmm. your other account is called The Dog Momager. And um, if anyone who's listening has um, seen your account or seen my account, you, you sent me a tank top that I've worn and people love it. <laughs> <laughs> the, just, yeah, like, the Dog Momager, it. really big. Um, yeah. So tell us like, wh- like what was going through your mind like right before you started that account? Like how did you come up with the idea for it? And mm-hmm. um, you have like such nice branding and like your website is so beautiful and everything. Like how did it all yeah. come together? You know, it was a work in progress. It wasn't something that happened overnight. I'll be honest with you and say that I've had the idea of the dog momager for months before I actually ended up launching it. And I'm very much so I I lead I lead my life based on how I feel and it needs to feel right. And although I knew that that was going to do something that kind of extended from Starsky's account in the dog mom space, it was be it quickly became obvious that that was a very big passion of mine. So when I was deciding what I was going to actually pursue, I gave it time and I allowed myself to really think about what I wanted to do, what impact I wanted to make, how I wanted to serve, how I wanted to add value and obviously how I wanted to make a living from, you know, pursuing something that is something that is my passion. So I let it marinate a little bit, to be honest with you. And I think in the, in the, if I'm going to be honest, I think there was definitely a level of self-sabotage. You know, I had never gone off and done something on my own. Starsky's account was very much a hobby account. It was not anything that I kind of expected to go where it went. So it was kind of just more so hobby. Let's see what happens. But when I started the Dog Momager, this was something that I can put my name behind and put my face behind, which, you know, for the most part, I like being behind the scenes and doing the dog momager would mean I would have to be in front of the, in front of the camera and, you know, sharing my story and sharing my experience. So it took a little bit of prep time. It definitely did. And I had the idea and I had a lot of ideas and I, I tend to like, my mind gets all, all scattered, but I like, I tend to have a lot of ideas coming in and I just needed to take the time to sit down and really think about how I wanted to execute, um, going through and, and launching it. So I finally was able to launch it this year and it was, it was very empowering to be honest with you, because like I said, it was a process to get me to this point of being comfortable, not being behind the scenes and being more out there and putting myself out there. And it's not a comfortable thing to do, but I think growth comes from getting uncomfortable. And when I felt like this was my passion and this is something that I knew would ultimately lead me to open doors and other and other things that I wanted to pursue in life. I just knew I had to make that first step. So now we're here. A couple months in. It's been I think like three or four months. So okay, so <laughs> you do you have um I've been to your website and it's really it looks really beautiful and everything. So I know that can be very mm-hmm. intimidating to people to, you know, they think um, building a website is really hard. Did you, um, did you set up the Instagram account first or the website first? And did you have help doing that? So <laughs> it's funny because another reason that kind of stalled my growth in the dog momager was I was learning everything and doing everything on my phone. 
So that in itself can be intimidating and you can get into this analysis paralysis thing where you think, oh my gosh, okay, I have to start an Instagram account. I have to now be posting on two accounts. I have to develop a website. I have to create an e-com business because that's where the, the platform that I sell my products on and I want to create this YouTube channel. You know, it's like when I go down the list of all the things that I was wanting to pursue and create and develop, um, it started to like bring me down. I was like, Oh my gosh, where do I even start? Especially because I am kind of a one, a one woman show, I would say, although I do have a lot of help from my fiance, which is fantastic. Um, but ultimately, I mean, we just, we just kind of take it one step at a time. That's at the end of the day, you have to quiet down the noise and you have to work one step at a time, one, you know, go do one task at a time because it eventually it'll compound and it'll turn into this beautiful thing. So, I mean, I ultimately started my Instagram account first and then I had the help of my fiance to figure out how to even build a website and where to even start. Um, he definitely helped me a lot with that. And then we were able to launch my website, which we're actually working on revamping right now, believe it or not, but we are working on revamping it already. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure you understand, right? You start one thing and you're like, okay, now I kind of want to add this and this. So you have to make it a little bit more convenient in that sense. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just, you know, taking it one step one day at a time and, and going from there. So what platform is your website on? My platform is on Shopify. Shopify. Okay, cool. So did you choose that because it kind of integrates with Instagram? I did. You know what? The main reason I chose that in the beginning is because I wanted to have an e-com platform because I had my gear, my dog momager gear that I had already printed. And I wanted to have a platform where I can have a nice looking website, but also have the ability to sell my shirts and yeah. my hat. Um, so that is the reason why I chose that. And now ultimately that's the reason why we're kind of shifting and changing the platform that we're going to be using because I now want to incorporate my website to be more so a blog and blog style mm -hmm. versus just a storefront. Right. So that's kind of what we're going to be shifting. I think we'll still utilize Shopify um, just for the e-com portion of it. Right. Especially because um, it yeah, ties in with Instagram. Exactly. Yeah, it's very exactly. It's so seamless. And it's very seamless. Like when it came to shipping, like I have all of this gear here. I'm like, where do I even start to know where I can get best prices for sending shirts and all of this stuff. So luckily, I actually had a friend in the space who created a company from the ground up. Um, it's a clothing company. Uh, I touched base with her. She's actually in Toronto, but she gave me a few tips as to who to connect with, uh, who she uses as her shipper, which they actually have out in Vancouver as well. So that has been a godsend. And it, again, it integrates perfectly with Shopify. So it's just a very seamless process. Hey there, sorry to interrupt, but I'd love to see what you're doing while you catch up with the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. Take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player or snap a selfie with your earbuds in and share it to your Instagram stories. I'll keep an eye out for mentions and would love to give you a shout out from my own account. Okay, now back to the interview. Awesome. So tell us, you, you mentioned like your dog mom gear. So tell everyone like what products you carry yeah so when I thought about what I wanted to create um dog momager was just what I saw and when I searched it online before I had released it I didn't see anything out there there was nothing that I could find and I thought to myself 
if I saw this, if I saw someone selling this, I would buy this because I'm a crazy dog mom and I'm a dog momager and I'm all of that, you know, combined. So I figured, you know, if I want it, I guarantee that there's got to be, you know, other people out there, other dog moms out there who would want that kind of gear and will rock it. So currently right now I sell hats with just the bold dog momager on them. And then I sell some tanks and some t-shirts with dog momager on them. So yeah. you can rep your dog proudly. And so um, we, I've, I've interviewed different people who do like print on demand and, and other people who do, who do it the other way. They get stuff printed and then ha- store the inventory. Which way do you print your stuff? It's storing the inventory. Mm-hmm. So right now what I'm doing, I have, I work with a company in Vancouver who I essentially get to print my stuff. And then I also work with another company who does the embroidery on the hats. So I essentially, eventually I would love to move. And this is kind of my long-term vision. I'm kind of putting it out into the universe. (laughs) I'd love to start from A to Z and source out a manufacturer because I have an, I have ideas of um, gear that I want to produce and I'm not necessarily finding it out on the market right now. So I would love to kind of start that process. But for now I am using, I guess like shirts that are out there and just right. branding it with my own gear. Um, and then yes, I do have it in, I have the inventory in my house in our 600 square foot condo. Um, <laughs> but we make it work. <laughs> we make it work. And then luckily the shipper that I use is just down the road. So it's like a five minute drive, which is fantastic. And they're so, they're just, yeah, it's, it's just a very seamless process. That's so great. Cause I, I think it is um, hard to kind of, at least for me to wrap my head around, like everyone, almost everyone I interview, like we all do everything ourselves and yeah. um it seems like, you know, adding on like shipping and fulfilling orders yeah. and all this stuff. Like, do you fulfill the orders as they come in or like, do you do like every Tuesday night you handle orders or something like that? I kind of do it as it comes in, to be honest with you. Um, especially if I feel like I have some extra time and I have some orders that need to get processed, I'll do it. I don't like people, I don't like making people wait too long for me to send it out, especially since I do have the convenience of having the shipper just kind of a short drive away. So, you know, I'll take the time and I'll gather the orders that I have for a couple of days and then I'll drive it off and and send it out to them. So I found that to be what's worked for us. I mean, everyone is different. I'm sure that if I didn't have the shipper as close would I have been make like would I make the amount of drives that I do per week? Maybe not. Right. But at this point, I find that that's kind of what's been working for us, and kind of just doing it as it comes in. I wouldn't say like every single day, but every right. every couple of days. Yeah. So, what kind of stuff do you have planned for the future of the dog momager? Oh my gosh, that's a loaded <laughs> question. <laughs> I have so many things, you know, at this point, I just feel like my mind is just, I have so many ideas just buzzing. And at this point, it's just lack of resources with certain ideas. But um, I really, really want to grow my YouTube channel. So I do have a YouTube channel focused around just dog momaging stuff. Um, I share a lot of tips on there. Um, I'm going to be I actually did some market research and asked people what they wanted me to focus on so that I have more of a track to run on. So I'm going to be kind of hitting the vlogs and kind of getting behind the camera and and sharing some more videos on my YouTube channel. When when you say um, you did some market research, I think that could be like kind of intimidating to some people. Like that sounds like a 
like a big undertaking. How did you do that? I just, I asked the question on my Instagram. When I shared a post, it was instead of me thinking, oh, this is going to be something that people want to really learn about rather than wasting time and, you know, investing a lot of energy into creating something that maybe people don't want to know about, you know, and rather than just thinking I know all the answers, which I absolutely don't. <laughs> I'm always a student every single day. I just put the question out there. I made a post and I said, can you guys give me the topics of what you guys would want me to focus on? And, you know, I got a lot of training and behavioral questions mm-hmm. and I'm not a dog trainer and I'm be the first to say that, you know, I'm not going to pose myself as an expert in all of these things. I'm still learning every single day, but I know one thing and that's if I don't know the answer, I'll seek advice from someone who is an expert to help me with it and I'll either bring them in maybe on my blog or you know get them to help guide me as to how to answer the question so that is kind of the way that I would go about it because yeah I'm a student every single day (laughs) right and then that way you know if you're if you're seeking out other experts it just brings more people sort of into your circle so exactly and if there's a way that I can add value to someone else then I'm so happy to do that exchange in value. Do you know what I mean? Like just being able to, if I have a platform where I can showcase someone else's talent and ability for them to get some visibility or whatever the case may be, then I'm just, I'm so happy to do that. Right. Totally. Cause we're all mm-hmm. dog moms in it together. We're all in it together. <laughs> exactly. You know, we're going through the motions. We totally feel what everyone's going through. You have your good days, your bad days. And it's just all part of it's all part of the process. It's yeah. all part of the journey. Yeah. Okay, so I I cut you off. So you're working on your YouTube channel <laughs> yeah. and all your videos, but I I could tell that you were like building up momentum to get to some like good stuff that you're working I was on. Going, so when I was going. <laughs> so keep going. <laughs> Honestly, ultimately, I kind of I want to just create this dog momager movement. That was my initial vision behind why I wanted to start this. It was to highlight and just showcase. I started doing um, Dog Momager Spotlight on my Instagram page, which basically every week I'll highlight a dog mom behind the account because I feel like we know like managing a dog Instagram account, people just see the beautiful photo and the beautiful pictures. They don't necessarily think, take the time to think about the amount of work that goes behind managing and taking and editing and everything that comes with that so ultimately I mean I want to just showcase that lifestyle I want to show the behind the scenes I want to show that it's not always a glamorous you know for the most part it's not always a glamorous life you know you have to put in work in order for it to thrive and for it to evolve so that's kind of what I want to show I want to show the realness I want to show that I mean, if you really want to put in the work, you can really make it happen because I get a lot of questions. And again, the whole Dog Momager project also stemmed from people always flooding my inbox with questions about how they can do this or how to build their account or, you know, just tips for dogs and stuff like that. So I just wanted to create a platform where I can point people to and just have this, you know, out there for people to find the information if they are looking for it. Right. And I and I bet it's kind of liberating to have the Dog Momager account where you can post photos of other people, whereas like on Starsky's account, you can only really post him. Oh, absolutely. It's been so nice. And in the beginning when I started, because again, I'm learning every single day, 
um, I was posting a lot of pictures of me because I didn't have other pictures at this time. I didn't have right. people wearing the dog monster shirts or hats and posting and tagging me in them. So it was a lot of me and star, me and star. And I was like, this isn't what I want, you know, but again, it's now evolved into something where people are sharing and they're tagging me and it makes me so happy to know it's, it's such a fulfilling feeling when you see someone wearing something that you created and knowing that they're just enjoying it. Yeah. Like I think that it, it's so it's such a special uh, rewarding feeling. Well, I think it's so inspiring because you've only had Starsky's account for like less than 2 years or so and then and you started this just this year and made, had product made and people are already wearing it and tagging you in it. Yeah. And so like I think it's very inspiring and and I hope that everyone who's listening yeah. um realizes that they too can become like a dog mom boss <laughs> or a dog momager. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, it, it is possible to work with your dog like we do. Um, you know, you just have to, you have to work kind of hard at it, but it is possible. Exactly. Absolutely. I remember when I was working, because I definitely was working a corporate job before this. I was in finance for many, many years. And when I sat down with my boss, um, and I told him, you know, I'm, I'm gonna have to quit. Like I, I, I can't work here any longer. And he asked me, you know, can I ask like what you're going to be doing? Where you're going to be working? I was like, no, I'm like, I'm just going to go be a crazy dog mom. I'm like, this is what I feel guided towards. This is what I feel my heart. This is where I feel my heart is. Like, I thank you so much for the time and the experience that I had here, but I need to follow my passion and I need to follow I feel like that's where I'll find my purpose so yeah I mean it was kind of a big decision to just quit and pursue something that I really had no idea what I was doing every single day I'm still learning but just kind of going through emotions and figuring it out and learning every single day through trial and error basically yeah and, and I think it's such a supportive community like I have, yeah. um, when I first started my blog, it was sort of m more of a fashion blog, sort of. Um, and my dogs were just in it. And then over the yeah. years, it sort of flip-flopped. And now it's like 90% dog and like a little bit of fashion. Um, <laughs> that always happens. <laughs> um, but when I was first starting, it was really, really hard for me to like make friends and make connections in the fashion blogging world. It was just really difficult community mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. infiltrate. Um, right. And then, and then I sort of discovered all these dog bloggers and they would comment on everything and they were so nice. Yeah. You could ask them anything. And, um, I just think it's such a great community. So, um, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Agree with you on that one. It's great to have that support. Yeah, definitely. So, um, all right. So tell everyone where, where they can find the dog momager. How can they become a part of this community? Yeah, absolutely. So I am on Instagram. You can just find me at the dog momager. I do have my website, the dog momager, where you can purchase any gear if you would like. And then I'm also on YouTube under the dog momager so dog momager all around <laughs> and then you can also keep up with starsky the goldie um, which is starsky's account for all adventures that we take awesome well everyone check those out i personally am going to go check out your youtube channel because um i love finding out there's not that many dog instagram channels so um i'm excited yeah. to check it out um and thank you so much for being on the show 
Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes for this episode at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, Lucy and I will see you around the dog park.